Back to the Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to Speed and Power on 93.7 The Ticket. I'm your host, Megan Walker, and tonight on the show, we have got Johanna Ives as well as Harrison on the board. Quick shout out to our sponsors, Acres. Acres is proud to help power Nebraska's $21 billion AG industry with John Deere equipment, technology, parts, and service. Acres, solution for every field. And another shout out to Layton's Pub for always giving us the best food. We really appreciate you guys and everything you do for us. But yeah, over the break, we kind of talked about a few things. We talked about lifting, how it's going so far, and we talked about teammates leaving. I feel like that's a really hard thing that I didn't expect coming into college is like individuals transferring or leaving the program. Yeah. Have you dealt with that a lot throughout your college experience? So my second year, one of my roommates went back to her home country, and I think it was uh, not maybe that hard on me, but my other roommate who had been uh, roommates with her from uh, freshman year. So that was, yeah, the most, you know, affecting maybe me. But everything else, it's just like, you know, kind of sad to see like people come here with like huge like hopes and like everything and they don't like it. Maybe they don't want to try to, you know, kind of fit in and everything and they just leave mm-hmm. like during the semester, like, you know, between semesters or something like that. Yeah, it's crazy the impact someone can make on your life and then yeah. having them leave your life is very hard and not come back. Mm-hmm. Like you have to keep those connections, I feel. Yeah, I don't know. It just makes me really sad. Have you already experienced that? Well, right when we had gotten to college, I had grown close with a freshman. Do you remember who I'm talking about? Takia. Yeah. And she had left and it was kind of like all of a sudden, like what the heck just happened? Mm-hmm. Like, to the portal or for other reasons? It was a little bit of both. Okay. You know? Yeah. But that was really hard. I feel like on the team because, yeah, I just feel like... We- yeah, that was really sad. But the teammate we have leaving soon is, I feel like, a very big, hard thing that's happening. Yeah. She's been very amazing. She's been very inspirational and always a big person that's supporting everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah but we've had, like, people leave along the way. We've had other people, so I don't know. I just feel like this one's, like, hard. Yeah, I feel yeah. like that's the atmosphere of college, too, now. I feel like it's just one of those things that you guys are almost just getting treated more like pros with your ability to make NIL, and you're just going to see, you know, people hitting the door and, a lot of times, can you blame them? You know, maybe there's money lined up for them and it's like, you can't, mm-hmm. it's, I mean, you're, you're doing what's best for yourself, but I can imagine that's hard on you guys. But Megan, I want to ask you this because before um, you got here, cause you were still waiting on the food, we were talking um, and Johanna is on a gluten-free diet and she's been on that thing forever. And I was asking her how important, you know, the diet is. And I, I was asking about your opinion, you know, how much do you look into the diet and then also would you ever consider going gluten-free because apparently it's doing wonders for what i was hearing before <laughs> i always I'm, i think it's so crazy that you're on a gluten diet like she does so amazing with it too like we'll go out to eat and she's like i can only eat this i can only eat this and i'm like girl you are so amazing <laughs> but no so when i got to college i was kind of eating healthy already like my parents never really like let me have sweets and stuff which was amazing and i kudos to them for that but at one point my coach was like hey i want you to start losing some weight so I talked to our dietitian and I've been like, I've lost like, I think 11 pounds since I've been here. And so I really am very careful with what I eat now. Like I eat the same thing every day and yeah, like I don't really cheat myself, but I feel like dieting is very helpful as an athlete. Like just being sure watching what you eat, like yeah. it doesn't mean you have to like cut out a whole bunch of calories, but just like being very picky with what you put in your body. Yeah. Consistent and acknowledge what you are actually like eating. Mm-hmm. That's why I feel like the gluten-free diet is kind of helping me to, you know, I'm not just like randomly taking, oh, I, I'm going to take this and this. I have to actually look and consider and, you know, make these decisions for myself and for my well-being. Exactly. I feel like that's one of the craziest things of being a college athlete is like 
the food intake. I feel like so many people overlook that, like how important it actually is what you're putting in your body. Mm-hmm. Like there's some athletes that are like, oh yeah, I'm just going to like eat these cookies and all this candy and then I'm going to go to practice. I'm like, how do you do that? Yeah. Some people are just built different, but I will say I can't imagine, you know, it'd give them benefits if they would even, I think some people are just that freaky athletic, mm-hmm. but I mean, if they double down on the diet as well, I mean, I'd, I'd imagine that only makes you a way better athlete. Mm-hmm. Have you ever thought about doing any crazy, like, diets like anything like gluten-free there's so many of them out there now there's so many crazy i don't know like there's so many like positives and negatives of like every diet Mm -hmm. and i feel like i've grown up like don't do that kind of stuff like you can try keto and all that stuff but like that's not my thing so what is your thing right now just counting like calories macros like what do you look at when you're looking at what you need to eat that day so making sure i get enough protein that like fuels me because like you lose what is it called like you burn so many calories and you have to get like amount of protein so you can actually like have your muscles like grow mm-hmm. yeah so exactly making sure i get enough protein salad veggies and then like grain like that's what i focus on like my intake of all those mm-hmm. and yeah just like getting enough calories to fuel my workouts johanna what about you i imagine yours is a little more tricky because i know for gluten i'd probably have to throw away like half my pantry <laughs> knowing what i got but how, how do you kind of go through that when you're going through the store getting things to eat you know what are you looking for outside of just the gluten free so actually i don't go to the store too much because we have training table um the first thing i usually do is greens um and then i get some protein usually chicken or um beef or pork or um something like that and then if they have some kind of option for me like rice or uh potatoes then i would take that Mm -hmm. um if not then i'm just that's my that's my meal you know sometimes you know cauliflower maybe or (laughs) broccoli something like that that would serve as my carb source um but yeah it definitely helps me to um eat healthier and actually yeah Mm -hmm. so you guys always going for three meals a day no matter what because i know some people they'll just have two meals you know they'll cut out one meal and eat a little more so do you guys go on three meals a day no matter what every day Three meals a day, yeah. And then I try to snack as well. Okay. And you're also, do you mostly just get your stuff from the training table? Usually training table, landing, um, where else? I have, I like sometimes go to Target and get like snacks, like peanut butter, but that's about it. How about you? Yeah. Um, breakfast, always. Mm-hmm. I can't go anywhere without it. Coffee. Uh, coffee again. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, some days when I have early practice, I would like have snack. And then I would practice and then I would have bigger dinner. Mm-hmm. So it's like two and a half, basically. Um, other days when I have later practice, like two, then I can actually eat lunch around like 11. Um, but yeah, um, sometimes snack. Um, over the weekends, we have Husker Bucks. Yep. Um, so what do you, what's your go-to on the weekends for Husker Bucks? Uh, I would go to Hy-Vee. Mm-hmm. Um, either get groceries or um, sushi something oh, like that yeah yeah it's weird like i love hearing what people get on the weekends with their house mm-hmm. like that tells a lot about a person i feel <laughs> but yeah so like food is very important as an athlete let's talk about your sleep schedule because i know you're very good at getting sleep uh so so <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah in the fall when we had morning lift mm-hmm. then i would i would go to bed like a certain time all the time just i had really good schedule now since i have to be you know in class like 9 30 some mornings Mm -hmm. i it's been like um a little bit worse than in the fall um i should get back to my good schedule actually um there's a lot improvement that can like sleep can do Mm -hmm. 
Um, yeah, and usually you don't feel the lack of sleep the next day, but the day after. That's when it's affecting you the most. That makes sense. I am feeling the lack of sleep from this weekend. Yeah, I, I don't. Know. I slept pretty good. Yeah, you slept great at the hotel. Uh, yeah, I got like nine hours. So dang, there you go. <laughs> That's crazy. It like surprises me how some athletes like are like, hey, I just got like three hours of sleep last night. Like I'm fine. I'm chilling. I'm like, how do you do that? Yeah, I yeah, could I can't do that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Why were you struggling to sleep over the weekend? You were you not feeling the hotel? My roommate was talking too much in their sleep. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Sorry, Carly Moore, but it was just I couldn't fall asleep. Yeah. Oh, she was talking in her sleep. She, yeah, she's an avid sleep talker. She was like crying for her mother, and oh. then she, we woke up the next day. She's like, "Yeah, I had a really weird dream about you." It's like that's creepy. But yeah, like it's fun experiences that you have. Like I love traveling. It's yeah. Cool. Now I have learned. I have my own um, sleeping mask or like the eye mask. Um, you know that covers like i i can't see anything it's just you know um and i have air plugs this is like the must when you are (laughs) with someone who's Uh talking or something because i've had the same problem or like you know um they would get back in the room like late and you have to leave the hotel like 7 30 a.m like it was you know in texas Mm -hmm. i went to bed and then i was already asleep and then my roommate came back and woke me up and then i couldn't fall asleep anymore and i just you know, at that point, I was like, I wish I had earplugs. Okay, but know? here's the thing: like, what if you don't hear your alarm because your earplugs just work so well? Um, no, I would, I would still wake up. I don't know. About that would that. scare me. I have the watch, so it vibrate. Luckily, but I don't think I'd be. I mean, I miss my alarm without earplugs, so I, I wouldn't be able to do that. Dang. What about you? What are your tricks to fall asleep? If you really can't get a good night's rest, are you counting sheep? What do you What do you do? Okay, two things: Nyquil. Or box breathing. That's what my dad had taught me. It's like you box breathing. Inhale for four seconds, hold it for four seconds. Exhale for four seconds, hold it for four seconds. You just keep repeating that. Have you ever heard of Iceman? I no. have. You have? Mm-hmm. My dad one time, like I was super young. We were sitting, we were sitting somewhere, and he's like, "I want you to try this, and then you can hold your breath for like the super long time if you do this for like a minute." Mm-hmm. Wim Hof. What? Wim Hof is his name. The Iceman name. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, I've watched his videos. He like hikes mountains like barefoot and stuff. It's crazy. It's yeah. insane. But yeah, if you like do the box breathing for like a minute, you can like hold your breath for super long. Huh. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. No, that's the <laughs> first time I'm hearing that. Yeah. So everybody go try it. Just let, let us know how it goes. So, yeah. I'm going to try that. The box breathing too. Mm-hmm. Never heard that one. I did the, I always did the count sheep. I think that just, just doesn't work. And you feel like a child when you're in your head just counting. <laughs> just say, yeah. The idea of it to me is like, okay, the idea is it for it to be monotonous to the point to where you just tune out mentally because you're just, you're counting to essentially whatever. But yeah, it wasn't working for me. So I was curious to see what you guys were doing to get some good sleep. What do you guys shoot for? Eight hours, seven hours? Like what's your peak number of hours you guys need to perform? So I would say in the fall, it's more because our hours of like per week of training are higher. Uh, but now my body wakes me up at like seven and a half hours right now. And I don't know what's going on mm-hmm. because in the fall, it would be like eight and then I would wake up right now. It's like seven and a half. So even if I go to bed, you know, like 11, I wake up pretty early, even without alarm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like oh, our head coach had told us like, if you don't get eight, eight and a half hours of sleep, you're going to be like horrible. Like you're not going to live up to your full potential. So I feel like I've been trying to get at least nine hours of sleep, but it's hard. Like when you're traveling and getting back into a routine or like nights when you can't fall asleep. So yeah. like, I just feel like my schedule is mixed up right now. 
Mm-hmm. I can see that. I can see how you guys need more student athletes because, like, I probably just need eight, but I'm not running around, you know, going on weekends, big events like crazy, like you guys are working out all the time. So I can definitely see how you need that number up. But again, if you guys want to join the show, you can catch us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter streaming. Also on Allo channel 951 as well. And you can talk to us on the Sarger Heyman text line 402 464 5685. Plenty of ways to join the show. Uh, but we got a little bit of time left here on this segment. Um, and since we got a little bit of time, I do want to talk about this kind of switching back to the diet, because I'm sure you've heard the story already. But when you did switch to that gluten free diet, you said you PR'd on pretty <laughs> much everything right after. So, yeah. you know, just go ahead and kind of tell us that experience. You know, when you quit the gluten, did you, how much better did you feel? Was it instant? Um, then obviously it must have worked because you start PRing on everything. Yeah, so 2016, um, I read a book by Novak Djokovic, who is a professional tennis player. And then I also talked to um, some other athletes who had tried it. And they were like, yeah, you can you can feel like more energy. You don't feel kind of tired during practice, like everything. So I read the book. I was like, okay, I'm going to try. And then, you know, indoors came around. I started PBing everything. I was like... Wow, that was pretty easy, you know. And then I kept the gluten-free up for like 10 months. I was like, yeah, like I kind of want to have like pizza and like everything. (laughs) Because back then, like in Estonia, you didn't really have too many options. Like I was pretty restricted. And then I was like, okay, yeah, I'm going to go back to, you know, eating some gluten. And then I came to the States too. And I was like, oh, yeah, I want to try this, you know, this we I've never seen this. Yeah, I for sure have to try. So I went back to eating gluten and everything. I gained like 10 pounds my freshman year. Uh, I was like, yeah, it's all muscle. I mean, my shot put got better. 800 got better. Uh, but jumps got a lot worse because I was so much heavier. My sprints got worse. Um, so my sophomore year, I decided that something has to change. Um, and then I was like, well, I have to go back to gluten-free diet because I can see, you know, there's so many, you know, options that you just have to have some restrictions. And for me now, it's super easy to like, you know, make your selection when you go to eat, uh, before it was like, oh, I want to try this and this. No, not anymore. Now I know what I want and it's a lot easier. I think I want to go gluten now. I know. That's why I want to bring that up. It seemed <laughs> and, I was like, damn, maybe I need to try that. It's working really well. And since like, you know, t- so I got injured 2020, mm-hmm. uh, but um, I was gluten free already 2020 summer. Um, since it was COVID, I did not compete here. Uh, but like in August in Estonia, I did PR in uh, long jump, like 19.8, I think. And I came back here. I felt amazing like i had never felt better i was um i had lost some weight i high jump best i pr'd in long jump in multi and then week before conference i tore my acl again and then you know i was kind of you know back in the you know zero so i started training again and i feel like last year it was just not enough time for me after the surgery because my first meet back was like 11 months out that that's not enough time for to actually get back mm-hmm. so i feel like combination of you know continuous training and being consistent 
um, with the diet, with practice, with sleep, with like everything has um, got me in a lot better place. And yeah, BRing again, you know, <laughs> amazing. It's great that you're so disciplined. It like really shows through. Thank you. Yes. Is there anything before we go to break here? One last question. Megan, have you ever done anything that had just radical changes to your performance that at one point in time, you're like, I need to change this. And then you saw a direct impact on the track. I feel like when I started to like watch more of what I was eating this freshman season, like I started to see more of a difference as my time kept going down. Like there, I haven't had like a personal like best yet, but like I keep seeing like small little inches. So I feel like it's all going to make, it's all going to work in the end. Yeah, there you go. I mean, if you're working down in time, I'd imagine that's what you want. So again, uh, we got one more segment here uh, with Johanna and Megan from Nebraska Track Team. So again, if you guys want to join the show, feel free to do so. We're streaming on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter, and Allo Channel 951. Uh, We'll be back right after this break.